Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You know, the mayor of Columbus is a really, really tough job. I mean, it's a tough, tough job. If you don't think it's a tough job, uh, maybe we could have uh, Mayor Ginther or his minions come and tell you how tough it is. They must be good at convincing people how tough it is because the uh, city commission, follow closely here, the city commission appointed by Mayor Andrew Ginther has signed off on a 14% pay raise for whoever happens to be mayor in the city of Columbus in 2026. Um, I don't know. You think that could be Andrew Ginther? Uh, he's a Democrat in a city that elects almost nothing but Democrats and, not so coincidentally, continues to uh, spin ever deeper down the drain. Uh, educationally, uh, in criminality matters. <laughs> but hey, Andrew Ginther is uh, under a lot of duress. But apparently not as much duress as Shannon Harden, the president of Columbus City Council, because while the commission appointed to determine whether or not city officials should get pay raises periodically, gave Andrew Ginther, or his successor, wink, wink, a 14% raise in his mayor's salary of $205,000. Uh, Shannon Harden got a 40% raise. Woo! This may cause some consternation among other city council members who received, who will receive only a 13% raise. We are doing very well. We probably have some COVID relief money laying around that we can give to them. Building back better with our uh, across-the-board Democratic leadership. Now, what is noteworthy about this particular (laughs) pay raise for Andrew Ginther or his successor is that the commission that sent these recommendations on to city council, which will be summarily approved, I guarantee that, uh, the commission that did this, had a debate after coming to agreement on how big a raises they wanted to give. And that debate was, should they include in their report that the mayor's office came and lobbied for said raises? Gee, I don't know. Do you think anybody in the public might be interested to know that Andrew Ginther appointed the commission that determines whether or not future mayors, maybe him, of Columbus will receive a pay raise? were lobbied by his people to grant said pay raise. I don't know. Do you think people would be interested in that? 
I kind of tend to say yes. Now, it's been a while since I've been an actual reporter in the newspaper game, Columbus Dispatch. But, yeah, I think people would be interested in that. So kudos, kudos to Bill Bush. And, Bill, I don't hand out kudos to Columbus Dispatch employees very often outside the sports department. Uh, Kudos to Bill Bush for putting that in. Uh, Fred Rainsier, a retired attorney who chaired the Compensation Commission in 2018, had asked that the mayor's lobbying efforts be deleted from the discussion because he didn't think it'd be a good idea if elected officials like Andrew Ginther knew that they could come in and make cases for raises and actually get such raises. He said, uh, I I don't feel I would want to give the impression to the public that the elected officials appointed us, then pressured us. You mean the truth? Uh, Mr. Rainsier said again, I don't feel I would want to give the impression to the public that the elected officials appointed us, then pressured us. Did the elected officials appoint you? Yes. Did they pressure you? Well, I assume they didn't come in and say, hey, you know, we don't deserve that raise. Don't give us to us. Don't give that to us. I would say yes. They did appoint you. And they did pressure you. And what do you know? Probably pure coincidence. You granted the raises. Funny how that works, huh? Robin Davis, a spokeswoman for Ginther. Wow, Robin, I hope you got the same griff going that uh, Ginther does. Uh, said the mayor did not engage directly with the commission, but his office provided ah written data supporting expanding the salary differential. This is interesting. Uh, mayor Ginther sent a report supporting expanding the salary differential between the mayor, the city attorney, and the city auditor. See, Andrew Ginther doesn't like it that the mayor makes only 2% more than the city attorney and the auditor. Andy makes $205,000, and uh, Zach Klein, uh, who is your law director, and Megan Kilgore, who is your auditor, make only $200,000. Andy, I guess, doesn't want to sit at the same table as they do when he goes to a high-end steakhouse. Uh, He wants a room in the back, so he needs to make more than they do. Funny thing, though, this egregiously low salary that Andrew Ginther makes, uh, which he lobbied should be higher because he oversees a $2 billion budget And almost 8,000 employees, all of whom got scarves from Andrew Ginther, uh, who had to be pressured to honor his word that he would give them uh, COVID hazard pay, even though he promised to give it to them. Uh, But I digress. (laughs) So Andrew Ginther's report says, hey, hey, I'm in charge of a $2 billion budget, and I have almost 8,000 employees to supervise. Important man. How many people are in the state of Ohio? 11.8 million. Uh, What's the budget for the state of Ohio? Uh, A lot more than $2 billion, I can tell you that. So what does the governor make? Oh, the governor, Mike DeWine, makes $165,000 a year. The state attorney general and the state auditor make $122,000 a year. So the mayor of the city of Columbus makes $40,000 more than the governor. 
and our city law director and auditor make pretty close to $80,000 more than the state attorney general and state auditor. Now, I've never held these offices, but I would just say my assumption from the outside looking in, enviously, I might add, at these salaries, is that the governor's job is harder than the mayor's job. That's just me talking. If you have evidence to the contrary, 844-TALK-989. Also, you might be interested to know that uh, the city attorney and the city auditor, both of whom make 200 grand a year, are not prohibited from taking on a second job. They can be Walmart greeters if they want to. They can check your receipt at Costco. They can do whatever they want to do because apparently making $200,000 is you know, not enough to require them to not hold any other jobs. So uh, Andrew Ginther, murder rate up. Education levels down, uh, salary up, and of course, uh, always, always the case with him, accountability down. This probably seems like a bad time to bring this up now that uh, Andrew Ginther's appointed commission to rule on whether or not Whoever is the mayor of Columbus in 2026 gets a $30,000 pay raise. But uh, officers with Whitehall police say they recovered two stolen cars the last couple of days being driven by juveniles who were recently arrested for, can you guess? Can you guess what they were recently arrested for? That's right. Stealing, stealing cars. (laughs) Um, We're... I I assume still on pace for 10,000 car thefts in Columbus this year. Imagine if we could cut that number in half, what kind of pay raise Andrew Ginther's pay commission might have deemed him, or not him, his successor, uh, uh, wink, wink, in 2026 deserving of. The uh, one driver, 15 years old, got out of the car while he was being chased and fled on foot. Uh, they were arrested by Whitehall police. Way to go, Whitehall police. Uh, the teens were not, though, taken to the Franklin County Juvenile Detention Center uh, because they did not meet the criteria set forth by the Franklin County Juvenile Court System. <clears throat> what a system we have. Do we have a commission to vote on raises for our Franklin County Juvenile Court judges who have set up a system, follow me here, where kids can steal cars, get caught, not be put in a juvenile detention. Detention, bad word. Come on, detention. That's probably racist. The Franklin County Juvenile Judges have told you that deten- detaining, uh, arresting, arresting car thieves and carjackers, they've told us that's racist. And we're targeting these kids and putting them in the system and turning them into criminals. What? Oh, you think they already are criminals because they're stealing cars? I'm with you, but I'm I'm not a judge. I mean, yeah, I'm not a judge.
nor a biologist. But I can tell you that deterrence is theoretically what has been historically proven to work for those who disobey the law. Consequences. Deterrence. I say good. Franklin County Juvenile Court judges say, no, not good. Not progressive. So the kids stole cars, got arrested, got caught, were not taken to juvenile detention center, and guess what they did? No, no, no. They did not go to church and repent of their sin. No, they did not uh, find themselves so overwhelmed with gratitude that their lives uh, were not uh, interrupted by being incarcerated that they, you know, went out and helped little old ladies across the street. No. Ironically, they went right back out and stole cars again. Think of that. They stole a car. They got caught. Nothing happened to them. And wouldn't you know, they went right back out and stole another car. This reminds me of something I observed uh, a while back that made me feel good about the way that my wife and I parent. Maybe it'll make you feel good, too. I was riding the exercise bike at my uh, gym on the second floor where there is an elevator where uh, moms come to collect their kids from the nursery after they finish their workout. And out from the nursery comes a mom with two kids, and they're both little, adorable kids. The one girl looks to be about, I don't know, maybe two, two and a half. The other little boy is, uh, eh, he's in that 18 months to 20 months area. He can walk. And so the little girl, what what do you think she did? She does what all little kids do. They run for the elevator button, right? Because they love to see that light light up. So she beats her brother, because he's littler than her. She beats her brother to the elevator button, and she presses the button. And the button lights up, and she's thrilled. Well, her brother was not thrilled. Her brother was very unhappy, and her brother started to cry. He tries to throw a fit. So the elevator door opens, and the mom watches her daughter walk in, and the little boy's standing there, stomping his feet. No, I want to press the button. I want to press the button. And the mom's like, no, come on, we got to go. So she grabs the little boy, and then into they go. And the last I hear from him, I thought, was the door closing. And the muffled wailing of the little boy who did not get to press the elevator button. And then, not 30 seconds later, Ding, and the door opens, and I hear the crying again, and out steps the mom with the little boy, and what do you think the mom let the little boy do? That's right. The little boy got out of the elevator. He pressed the button. The button lit up, and instantly, he stopped crying. Instantly, he stopped crying. Now, what do you think the little boy is going to do the next time he's at the gym, and his sister beats him to the elevator button? Do you think he's going to, like, say... I'm going to be fast. I resolve to be faster next time. I'm going to go ride the exercise bike next to Bruce so I can be faster next time. No. I would submit to you what he's going to do the next time is he's going to throw the same fit. He's going to do the exact same thing. Why? Because he got rewarded for his misbehavior. So we should not be shocked that these juveniles went out and stole a car again after they stole a car the first time and they were not put in the Franklin County Juvenile Detention Center because we have dumb judges. Dumb. That was only one of the cases. On April the 27th, which if my dates are correct, is yesterday. 
Officers said they recovered another vehicle after a high-speed chase. The driver was reportedly 16 years old. Police said the teen led them through a high-speed chase that ended after deploying stop sticks. That teen also did not meet the criteria for the juvenile detention facility and was taken to the Village Network Reception Center, where they gave him, I don't know, presumably, a warm glass of milk and some cookies. Don't worry. This system has resulted in the pay commission of the city of Columbus, appointed by the mayor, to give the mayor in 2026 a 30% pay raise. And, and to give Zach Klein or his successor another pay raise of what? 14% for Zach Klein. Because Andrew Ginther can't have the next mayor making an amount of money that is uh, perilously close to the same pittance that Zach Klein makes, two hundred grand a year, for not coming forward and talking about how stupid this is, that the citizens of Columbus are continually subjected to antisocial behavior by desperate youth with very little hope because of Andrew Ginther's abysmal stewardship of our city. I really don't blame the kids. You can only expect predictive behavior from the way that you treat kids, either when they do things well or when they don't do things well. You reward good behavior, you punish bad behavior, and you will get bad behavior increasingly so if you do not punish bad behavior when it first rears its head. And you will get bad behavior when Linden and the Hilltop and Franklinton are the hopeless cesspits that they have become under Andrew Ginther's leadership, quote-unquote, leadership of this city. You keep electing him, you'll get more of what you're getting. You keep electing Joyce Beatty to Congress, you'll get more of what you're getting. You keep electing an all-Democratic city council, you'll keep getting what you're getting. It's just that simple. It is just that simple. It is not complicated. The best indicator of what is going to happen is what's already happened. And that is why there was considerable brilliance in the simple appeal of Donald Trump in 2016 to black communities across our country when he said, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? How much worse can it get? How many kids out of the Columbus City Schools are achieving at grade level? Apparently not very many in the minds of those who are in charge of these young people, their guardians, their parents, their grandparents. Otherwise, applications to KIPP, a charter school where kids are learning, where kids are disciplined, where kids do have structure, would not be overflowing with 2,000 people on its waiting list. We make life so hard because we are, some of us, not me, not you, not us, we, the other side, we, so committed to ideology 
rather than simply doing what is logical and proven. 